Welcome to the Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues, real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, everybody? Listening on your favorite podcast directory, YouTube, and Rumble, and uh, watching. Actually, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, today's Wednesday, so that is a Realist Unwrap. We'll get into what we're going to be unwrapping today in one second. I'm just going to go over a couple things in case we got a new any new listeners um this is one of the many formats of the show it's not like we got 20 or anything but we do have a couple um besides the realist unwrap which is our wednesday show we have our friday show which is the realist weekly wrap up where we grab articles from the week and we talk about those then we have our monday show which is kind of periodic you never know when it's coming because mj hasn't vaulted up but that is uh the message mondays then we have um, holiday specials and important dates of the country. So those will be on holidays or, you know, dates that we feel are really important to the country. And we want to just add uh, our thoughts on that day. And then if it's a super, super busy week for articles, you might see a Sunday special. And lately it has been, so. Yeah, and we still haven't even done one. No. <laughs> <laughs> So today's uh, show, well, unwrap is going to be the Castle Doctrine, and um, we're going to get into that because we got into you know the other, the other two big ones that are um, that are uh, laws or made up bullshit, right? Not uh, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, we'll uh, we'll get into this this uh, this little article or uh, yeah or, you know, write up is uh, from uslawshield.com. Okay, so in case you don't know, what is the Castle Doctrine? Let us know. Oh, I thought you were. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> Castle Doctrine is a legal theory that may allow residents and, or occupants of a home to use deadly force to defend against home invaders. The law will always depend on the state in which you live in, which is why it is vital to know and understand self-defense laws in your area. And that's why across the country, they should be all the same. Exactly. Constitutional carry. Exactly. Everything should all be universal. Fucking somebody comes in your house, you can drop them right there. Yeah. Or like the old days, drop them outside and drag them back in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Castle doctrine laws uh, can broaden existing self-defense rights and uh, justification under law. This means it may give the person who defended themselves an expansion of legal justification and core offering protection that might not have in the state without a strong castle doctrine law. Many castle doctrine laws also contain a legal presumption. This is used to direct the jury to presume under certain circumstances the person was reasonable in their use of deadly force. The legal uh, presumption can uh, help prevent the second guessing of actions after the fact that many people and jurors are prone to participating in in self-defense cases. In all reality, you shouldn't even be getting arrested or going to court. If somebody broke into your house and you shot them or stabbed them or hit them in the head with a baseball bat, 
Who the fuck cares? They broke into your house with intention to do harm or rob you. Like I've said in previous shows, they're not uh, coming into your house to be like, hey, I just want to let you know uh, tomorrow's Monday. Do you got your alarm set? Did you make your lunch? <laughs> okay, you did? Okay, I got I to gotta go see if uh, your, your, your neighbor your neighbor's aware that tomorrow is going to be Monday. Right. Okay. In the most common uh, self-defense cases, if a person is attacked and must uh, use force or deadly force to defend their life or lives of loved ones, the person may likely be justified in a self-defense situation um, if it fits certain perimeters. There shouldn't be certain perimeters. These perimeters generally include meeting the reasonable person uh, standard and reasonableness under the totality of circumstances. At their simplest, these terms mean the person acting in self-defense must be defending against an immediate qualifying threat with a reasonable degree of force. Bullshit. Bullshit. You shouldn't exactly. have to see the, sit there and be like, oh, does it, let me... Let me check my paperwork. Does this qualify as a threat with a reasonable degree of force? You coming on the property, I, I, not, I, I, not invited? I, I, there exa- it is. Exactly. Um, to be covered under Castle Doctrine Law, uh, the act of self-defense must occur in one of the locations listed in the law of the state where, you, where the action occurred. The castle and must happen under certain circumstances and conditions. So... You know, it's just a little bit about what the, what the actual law is. And then, you know, this, this, uh, this write up breaks things down a little more, you know, like what is, uh, what is the reasonable personal standard MJ? So the reasonable person standard asks whether a hypothetical reasonable person in the same situation would have used the same force or deadly force. Would a reasonable person have responded in the same degree of force or would they have used lesser force? Would a reasonable person have used mere force, but not deadly force? Would a reasonable person have believed there was, in fact, no immediate threat at all? There are nuances to this standard, but the basics of reasonable behavior always apply. That whole thing, you fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's dumb. So then it goes on to say, what is the totality of circumstances? The totality of circumstances refers to the need to consider a large number of factors in a set of circumstances. This this includes obvious details such as the location type of weapon wielded by the attacker or your physical size and health compared to the size and health of your attacker. Doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you're a fucking 95-pound crackhead. You're going down. Uh, the difference in physical fitness or vulnerability between you and your attacker is often referred to as disparity of force and will often be considered by your jury. Every detail can be considered and investigated, including your state of mind and what medications you might be taking. So they're giving all of these outs to someone breaking the law and breaking your law of coming onto your property without uh, without being asked mm-hmm. or invited. So goes on to say, what is the origin the origin of the castle doctrine? The phrase "A man's home is his castle" is commonly known, but is not the complete or, uh, original wording. 
1628, a jurist named Sir Edward Coke wrote the Institutes of the Law of Laws of England. For a man's house in his ca- is his castle. Et domus su quicke est. Yeah, whatever the fuck the rest of it. And <laughs> in each man's home is his, sa- is his safest refuge. The words castle doctrine almost never appear in a state statute, but this idea is generally coded in the state's justification section of their code. We typically feel a person has a right to protect themselves in their own castle. Yes. Exactly. When not in a castle, a person using deadly force is generally evaluated under the standards for justification. Justification typically comes down to reasonableness. Generally, this means to be found not guilty. The person must have been reasonable in their use of force or deadly force. Of course, what is this, a fucking Dr. Seuss fucking rhyme? (laughs) Of course, depending on the state, many other factors may come into play in order to be justified in using force or deadly force. So before we get into what actually counts as your castle, um, the states that have a castle doctrine are uh, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Wow. Wow. Did you write all those states down? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you live in one of those states and you're listening and you don't know too much about this, you know, you you might want to rewind at the beginning and uh, start taking some notes because this is stuff you need to know. Um, So, uh, What counts as a castle? First and foremost, your home is your castle. This is is broadly accepted definition of a castle in the United States. Modern interpretations of what may constitute a castle have evolved to sometimes include a vehicle, workplace, or even a hotel room. Whether the castle doctrine extends beyond your home depends on state's law. There are also other factors that must be taken into consideration. To be considered a castle uh, under the law, your home, vehicle, or workplace generally must be occupied. An unoccupied structure is usually not covered under the castle doctrine. And if you reside in a state where the only structure covered by the castle doctrine is your law, your unattached shed or carport will usually not be considered as part of the law but other self-defense laws may apply. What needs to happen is your castle is your property line, not the actual structure. So, yeah, anything on your property should be covered under it. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, there is that thing where it's like certain certain feet off the fucking roadway is not technically your property. So I get, you know, yeah, it's usually like three feet or something. Yeah, so I get that. So, does the castle doctrine cover self-defense while in your vehicle? Whether the castle doctrine extends to your occupied vehicle depends on the state you live in. Some states include places other than occupied homes, and some do not. How vehicle is defined also depends on your state. Okay? So, you got that? Got it. Okay. So, what is the difference between castle doctrine and stand your ground laws? Because we've done the stand your ground law show. So... If you're new, 
fucking go find it. The, ca- <laughs> <laughs> the castle doctrine outlines the circumstances in which you may be justified to defend yourself from physical harm and threats to your life in your home and other locations as covered by the state's law. Stand your ground law stand your ground refers to the legal right to fail to retreat and under certain circumstances, generally uh, as no duty to retreat. In states where there is a duty to retreat, or if you do not meet the standards laid out by law, you're legally required to attempt to escape before defending yourself. So you just leave everything behind. A common misconception is that castle doctrine and stand your ground laws are the same thing. They are not. However, castle doctrine almost always includes a stand your ground component such that no person has to flee the castle before using deadly force. It is vital to understand that even if you, your state has a castle doctrine law, there is no guarantee that it has a generally available stand your ground law. From a legal perspective, people will often have an easier time supporting their right to self-defense states with both castle doctrine and stand your ground in place. But don't be foolhardy if you are in a state that has a strong castle doctrine presumption, even one supported by stand your ground laws, the castle doctrine only provides a uh, presumption. It is possible for a presumption to be rebutted by the prosecutor and stripped from you in court, often by a prosecutor uh, proving beyond a reasonable doubt that you did not reasonably act in your use of force or deadly force. So, you know, this write-up does go on a little more. You know, we're not going to cover the whole thing. You can you can go check it out. We're just diving into this a little like we did with the, um, you know, duty, re- duty to retreat or stand your ground laws. Right. Which we did do a show on the other two. Um, but like I said, you know, one, one of the best things you could do, because, you know, they, they want to say like, oh, well, you know, you got to retreat in some states, but you know, then if your life's threatened, you can act. Well, one of the best things you could possibly do is if, because most people do, I wouldn't say most, but probably half the country lives in a, a second floor house where the bedrooms are at. Best thing you can do is close, get everybody into one room, close that door, block it off. And you know, if you hear the stupid fuck that broke into your house coming up the stairs, you announce, Hey, I got a, I got a firearm. And you know, you come in here, I'm going to fucking use it because now where are you going to go? You, you can't retreat. You, you, you couldn't retreat anyways because he was downstairs. Mm -hmm. So you had to get into a safe place. If he comes in there. Yeah. And that, that's not legal advice. That's just, that's just my opinion on it. Okay. (laughs) So I don't want, I don't want you to go listen. Anybody listening to this, go do that and be like, Oh, well, this is what I heard on a podcast. (laughs) Well, they'll be laughed at anyways. You'll be like, really? A podcast? You're going to you're gonna take your legal advice off of, a, off of a podcast? I know. Look at those two morons. Seriously. So anyways, <laughs> you know, that that's the way I look at it. If yeah. so, something were to happen where I live or, you know, whatever. Because, uh, and that's what I've been told in uh, some, some of the classes I've taken to get more educated on... Um, on this. So, and like you said, that's what people should do. They should be educating themselves, um, with whatever, whatever your state's law is. And if you don't agree to it, then 
get some people together, sign a petition to to get you know the the duty to retreat if that's part of your your the state you live in. Get that, get that, uh, try to get that fucking kicked out of there, you know? Yeah. Or just move to a fucking different state. Or that. But you have anything else you want to add? I know, I know the whole, the whole subject frustrates you. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, 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 in, it's empowering the people that are breaking the law. It, it's, it's cut and dry. If somebody comes onto your property in the middle of the night or, or even during the day, and you don't know that person, and they come onto your property, and they come into your house. They're like you said, they're not they're not checking up on you, making sure everything's going good. No, they're they're there to fucking either rape, abuse, uh, kidnap, fucking steal, all kinds of shit. They're not there for for the for pleasantries. So you should be able to defend yourself. It's yeah, a, yeah, and there, you know, for all those those people out there that are, oh, what do you need a firearm? I, well, you brought up a great point because what do you what are you going to do as a dude, and you don't have a firearm, and you know there are situations where I believe, yeah, you you could you could do somebody harm that uh, doesn't have a fire that you know if you don't have a firearm and they do, I believe you could do, still do them harm, but it's really early on and you would have to be awake. Yeah, because if they broke in, let's say through your basement, you kind and it's pitch black. You kind of have an out. You kind of know the the floor plan of your house, right? You could get down there with a baseball bat and pretty much take the dude's head off as he's coming up the stairs, right? But, but that even though he he didn't get shot, you you hit him with a baseball bat, so now you're going to be brought up on those charges. No, no, as no. I to, I, I get it, but you know I, what I was going to get to is like. You know, so let's say you were asleep and you're woken up to some some dude with a, a gun in your face. So maybe he's not maybe he is there to to um rob you, but then realizes, hey, your wife's in the bed, you know, she's looking she's looking pretty good. Right. And uh ties you up and then you gotta listen to your fucking wife or significant other get fucking raped. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I mean, yeah, that could happen too, even if you do have a gun, but I mean it's about being prepared, and yeah. it's not like you, because, you, you, because, you can never prevent everything. Because you're, in my opinion, your body's gonna know like something's not right, even in your sleep, and wake you up. Right, right. And that that's another reason why having dogs is a good, uh, good thing to have because they're they're more aware and they're gonna know when their their property's been stepped on. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. Trust me, I can't can't even get a package delivered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, my, I know no. we lost about ten minutes of starting this, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, these laws need to be fucking the the duty to retreat shit, and basically, basically the whole thing. Like, because if you spray him with fucking um, with pepper spray, if you hit him with a baseball bat, if you use a stun gun, like if you do anything to that person, you can be brought up on charges. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. How is I don't understand how these lawmakers and you know the DA and all, all these people let this go through. It should not be. You you broke I, the law, so guess what? Your rights go out the fucking window. Well, I know if you hit them with pepper spray, you're not getting in trouble. I don't. And I, and they they could come back and, no, and no, sue you no, for no, like no, fucking no no because no. it's not it's not a deadly force. Same with the st- I mean, in some cases, yeah, because I guess if you. You know, the... They could cause, like, permanent well, blindness. No, well, what, are you hitting the guy in the eyeball with a fucking stun gun? Well, maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> I was going to say maybe the dude. Fucking two it, prongs right well, in the fucking eyeballs. Well, I, no, I, I thought you were going to say like, oh, maybe the guy has like a heart condition or whatever. You know, so I get and then the guy dies because you fucking hit him with a stun gun. But, you know, that's the risk you take, take breaking into someone's house. Yep. So that's going to wrap the show up. And if it's your first time listening or watching, um, you know, hit that subscribe button because then uh, you'll know when the new shows are coming out and um, all that good stuff. And while you're subscribing or following, you should also uh, like and comment, let us know how we're doing. And then head over to our social media platforms and give us a like and a follow because we are on Instagram and Twitter and also um, Zuckerberg's uh, new platform that that censors you even more but we're on there <laughs> threads and at um, all three of those we are at checkers underscore and underscore MJ that's for Instagram Twitter and threads um, we're on truth at the underscore realist underscore uncensored and we were at YouTube and Rumble, because maybe you're listening and you're like, oh, I can watch them. We are at The Realist Uncensored. That's one word. That's, excuse me. That's on YouTube and Rumble. You can also send us an email at therealistuncensored at gmail.com. That could be about a show idea, topic ideas. Um, fuck. It could be anything. You could just want to have a conversation about something we said. Maybe you disagree with it. Maybe you agree with it. Maybe you want to tell us we're doing a good job and you're just afraid to put it in the comments. Episodes will be dropping weekly on Wednesday and Friday and be on the lookout for MJ's Balted Message Mondays. And you know what? We'll catch you on Friday for the Realist Weekly Wrap-Up and we hope everybody's enjoying the rest of their week because for some people, they just reached the middle of their week. Not me.